Welcome back to another edition of the Fantasy First Podcast here on the Fantasy First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Bett, coming to you as always on a Tuesday and Thursday with the Fan Fantasy First Podcast, discussing all things fantasy football. We're going to talk a little waiver wire wish list here in the second half of the show, but first we're going to jump, as we always do, into the injury report. Another week, another rash of injuries at the quarterback position. This group just cannot catch a break. And uh, now it this this week, not necessarily guys that you are wanting to rely on on a weekly basis for your fantasy production, but still there are some guys here that have been playing fairly well and providing you with at least solid uh, back-end QB1, high-end QB2 play uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Let's start in New Orleans where Derek Carr uh, once again suffers a shoulder injury and a concussion on the same play uh, where he was hit. Just a violent hit, a clean hit, but a violent hit uh, that uh, ended his night uh, or his day for the New Orleans Saints against the Minnesota Vikings this week. Uh, I mean, Daniil Hunter just absolutely put a lick on this guy. And uh, he is probably going to miss some time here. Um, you know, they're they're going to go into their bye week this week in week 11. Uh, so something to track for the future, for week 12 and beyond. Uh, see if he's he's going to be able to come back and, and play well um, in that short period of time. We will see how it pans out. But still, uh, he he is getting banged up uh, and getting hit a lot behind this offensive line that is flying under the radar and now hurt for the second time this season. Uh, something to watch for fantasy purposes. Now, obviously with him going down, it does affect the other players that are fantasy relevant on the saints. So uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, Chris Olave, who actually caught a touchdown pass from Jameis Winston, who came in for car after the injury, uh, their values should take a, a little bit of a dip in the coming weeks if uh, Derek Carr misses significant time with the shoulder injury, which would be expected to be the more significant one if he were to miss time. Uh, Let's talk Baker Mayfield, who uh, went down with a thumb injury um, on his throwing hand. So uh, he hit his thumb on a helmet. We've seen it a million times in the NFL, and uh, it's tough for quarterbacks to, uh, to be able to grip the ball when they have injured that thumb. And so something to watch here as well. If Kyle Trask comes in, obviously the depreciation would extend to wide receivers such as Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Kate Otten, the tight end, as well as Rashad White, who has been working extra hard in the passing game in recent weeks, making up for some of the lack of rushing uh, success that he has had. So something to watch there for other fantasy assets as well. And then the other one, uh, at quarterback was Taylor Heineke. He went down. Sorry, I don't have the at, exact injury right in front of me, but went down with the injury. Desmond Ritter came in to replace him. The Falcons also have a bye coming up, uh, so they they will probably start Ritter before the bye, or excuse me, start Ritter coming out of the bye um, if Heineke's injury uh, appears to be serious. This is one to watch as well because Heineke wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire either, so you've got two two players here in Heineke and Ritter that could see interchanging work in the Falcons offense moving forward. Something to watch for your Falcons players for fantasy. 
Uh, the other big injury uh, for fantasy purposes was actually running back Alexander Madison. Um, concussion for him as well. So you're going to have to watch his progression throughout the week. He will likely miss week 12, or excuse me, week 11, uh, and then hopefully be back in the future. So keep an eye on that. Um, we're not going to talk about Ty Chandler in the waiver wire wish list area. I think it's probably too small of a of a sample to really push him this week. But if you are desperate, you could go after Ty Chandler uh, for your fantasy team in week 11 if Alexander Madison does indeed miss some of that time. All right, that's going to do it for the injury portion of the show. We're going to take our break a little bit early here and then come back and talk waiver wire additions to uh, go after this week. Uh, so don't go anywhere. The Fantasy First Podcast. We'll be right back. The worst looking man you've ever seen. And there I am on the subway train. We back here on the Fantasy First Podcast. Jeremy Betts with you talking a little fantasy football. We talked injuries in the first half. We're gonna jump into the waiver wire wish list here. Looking ahead here at, at week eleven, you've got got some good matchups for players that are also happen uh, that also happen to be unowned in the majority of leagues. So uh, there are some players here that you can add that could potentially give you a boost in week 11 for your fantasy squads, whether you're dealing with injuries or bye weeks to specific players and uh, good matchups potentially and, and players that have a lot of upside as well on the waiver wire this week. So uh, a good time to get in there on the waiver wire, and uh, specifically, we're going to be talking about a couple of players from one team, the Houston Texans, that have been lighting the world on fire either the last couple of weeks or just this last week uh, with some upside. And you got, you're got going to want to add some of these Texans players. I'm telling you, this offense is here to stay. And if you don't have a Texans player uh, of, of note on your fantasy roster and they happen to be available in your league, uh, it's time to, to make that play and, and go out and get one. So uh, let's... Let's start at the quarterback position, though, here. C.J. Stroud obviously is not going to be on the waiver wire portion here. So uh, we'll talk about um, we will talk about fantasy waiver wire ads for the Texans at wide receiver and running back. Let's start with the quarterbacks, though. What are we doing here, fantasy managers? Josh Dobbs is somehow still available in over 65 percent of fantasy leagues, even though he is a top 10 quarterback in fantasy points on the season. and. He has two back-to-back 26-plus point weeks for the Minnesota Vikings in just his first two appearances for them this season. And it's not just any addition that they're looking for this week or maybe next week. It's only the best wide receiver in football coming back to this team. And Justin Jefferson off of IR here in the next week or so, he could be available as early as week 11. And this Vikings team is playing good football on offense with Josh Dobbs under center making plays with his legs, making plays through the air. He is absolutely a must-add. If he is available in your league, then somebody's not doing fantasy football right because he is playing better than the majority of NFL quarterbacks in fantasy this year. Go out and get yourself some Josh 
Dobbs. All right. Matt Stafford coming off the injury block here. He's missed a couple games. The the Rams had their bye week in that in that time as well. And uh he's back though. And it hasn't necessarily translated to fantasy success uh consistently this season, but Stafford is looking really good this year. And he's playing maybe his best football, well, definitely his best football since the Super Bowl year, but he might be playing a little bit better than he was then as well. He looks a lot better throwing the football. He looks he looks accurate, strong, uh, and just really good uh, on that side of the ball. So um, you've got you've got a guy here that has weapons, is in a good offense, a friendly offense to quarterbacks. Uh, you can do worse than add Matt Stafford if you need some quarterback help this week. He is a guy to watch on waivers as well. Let's jump into the running backs here, and let's talk about our first Houston Texan that I want to discuss. That's Devin Singletary. 150 plus yards on the ground, 31 touches. That is a massive workload this last week. And again, this Houston offense is here to stay. They are, they're going to be a big time unit the rest of the season. And Singletary figures to factor into that immensely moving forward, especially if he garners this type of workload. It, it is rare that you have an opportunity to get an RB1 for the remainder of the season um, in week 11 off of waivers. But if you can do it, man, Go do it. He's available in over 50% of leagues still. So go out and get this guy if he's on your waiver wire. Uh, he is my must out of the week here. He should be your priority for fantasy purposes. Keaton Mitchell is the other running back I really want to highlight here. The explosiveness over the last two weeks has been off the charts. He only got four touches almost inexplicably this last week for the Ravens in a tight ball game. Just, just not getting the usage that you would expect out of an explosive player like like he's shown he can be. So, Adam, this is probably the last week you'll be able to do so um, before he, his usage really skyrockets. The Ravens do have a buy upcoming, not this week, but uh, I believe week 13. So something to watch there as far as adding a running back here uh, with bye week still on the horizon. But still, that at level of explosiveness, he doesn't need a whole bunch of touches to be fantasy relevant. Seven, eight, nine, ten touch it, touches would be all he needs to really put together a solid performance. He only needed four this week, and he still got you 12-plus PPR points. So definitely a guy you need to be adding to your squad if he's still available in your league. Let's talk about some receivers. Another Texan here. That's what I'm talking about. Noah Brown, have a day, man. Ha have two days. Have a Have a month. I mean, this guy is on pace now for a massive month of football in November, two weeks in a row, over 150 receiving yards. Uh, he's just been on fire. And I know Nico Collins was out this last week, but uh, I mean, Brown had that level of production the week prior when Collins was still in the game. And uh, he's, he's just on an absolute tear. So um, the, the volume of this offense compiled with the efficiency of CJ Stroud is feeding a lot of mouths right now. And uh, you need to be adding Noah Brown if he's available in your league. Let's talk about another receiver here for a an explosive offense. That's the Chargers' very own Jalen Guyton, who has returned healthy now and looked the part and operated as Herbert's de facto number two receiver with really um, his top other two options uh, behind Keenan Allen out in Mike Williams and, and Joshua Palmer for uh, – Williams for the rest of the year, Palmer for an extended time on IR. 
Guyton has big playability. Herbert trusts him down the field. Uh, Herbert can launch the deep ball with the best of them. Uh, if you want kind of a boomer bust high upside play for your flex spot this week, you could do worse than than Jalen Guyton for the Chargers. Uh, he has opportunity now in this offense to be a, a high volume receiver as well as a big play threat. So uh, the upside is definitely there for this young receiver. All righty, uh, let's talk some tight ends here before we wrap it up with our streamers of the week at quarterback and defense special teams. Uh, my tight ends to watch, Trey McBride is only owned in 50% of fantasy leagues. That number has to change. I mean, he needs to be rostered in every single fantasy league. Uh, doesn't matter what, what type you're in. Dynasty, redraft, PPR, standard. Absolutely a must-add at tight end. Kyler Murray came back this last week, and immediately Trey McBride has the best outing for a Cardinals tight end in like 30 years. And so <laughs> this is this is uncharted territory for a Cardinals tight end. Um, but Trey McBride, if he keeps this up, absolutely. I, I mean, it's not over-exaggerating it to say he could be a league winner at the tight end position because there's just so few tight ends who consistently put up big numbers. If he becomes one of those guys, you're looking at a guy who can change your outlook as a, as a fantasy manager for the remainder of the season, go out and get Trey McBride. And then he's got a solid workload and he's kind of settled into a decent role here for the Packers. I like Luke Musgrave for the rest of the season. I, I, as a kind of a, a low upside tight end too. Uh, if you need help, if you're desperate, go get this guy. Uh, Musgrave gets a couple red zone looks a game. Um, you know, he's garnering five to seven targets a game right now. So uh, getting a lot of looks, uh, turn that into four catches for 40 something yards against the Pittsburgh Steelers this last week. It's only an eight point showing, but missed out on a, on a, on an end zone ball that went his way as well. So the, the upside is there Four touchdowns for red zone work. It's just going to be a little bit inconsistent. So uh, if you need though, a, a mid tier tight end too, uh, he could be a guy for you. So just wanted to go in there with the tight end group. Trey McBride is the obvious must add at that position. Not much else behind him. I like Luke Musgrave a little more than maybe most. All right. That leads me into my streamers of the week at quarterback. I've got Jordan Love against a Chargers defense that gives up a lot of plays through the air. Jordan Love has had good fantasy games this season. I think his first three games of the season, he had 20-plus fantasy points. He's come back to earth a little bit. Had a decent showing against the Steelers this last week with 18 fantasy points. He should be a streamer this week against the Chargers. Go out and and uh, use him if you have uh, a quarterback on a bye this week. Russell Wilson against the Vikings is my other streamer. The Vikings also tend to give up high-volume passing numbers. So go ahead and add Russell Wilson. He looked pretty good against Buffalo. Uh, it's not going to be a huge fantasy day for him against Buffalo, but uh, you still see some of the things that made Russ, Russ in Seattle, made him an explosive fantasy quarterback. The offense is at least passable as a decent unit this year uh russell wilson could have a big day against the vikings and then at defense i like the lions against the bears this week 
Uh, the Lions are the number 18 overall defense special teams unit on the year, so they're definitely in the streaming category. Stream them against the Bears this week. Even if Justin Fields plays, I think the the turnover potential uh, is is big enough here for uh, for the Lions that you would that you would start them against the Bears. And then the Washington Commanders against the Giants. I know the Commanders just traded away their best two defenders, but this this Giants team is a dumpster fire, and uh, they are just ripe for the picking for defensive units. No pun intended. But a couple interceptions, fumbles, um, just bad overall play. You're probably looking at a startable defensive uh, play this week in the Washington Commanders against this giant squad. All right, that's going to do it for me here on the Fantasy First Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's look at the injuries and the waiver wire wish list. Go and add these players that I've talked about. They can help your fantasy team this week. We'll be back on Thursday with a look at the DFS slate upcoming in week 11 Sunday night, or excuse me, the Sunday slate, as well as Thursday night football with all the special stuff we talk about on that. If you're a regular listener, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not go check that out this coming Thursday, I'll be back here on the fantasy first podcast.